It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, John Dyer, Doug Cameron, Fee Dunn and Marion Mosen. And we're coming to you on Saturday the 15th of October 2022. We have a very busy, googly focused podcast for you this week. Uh, first off, we have our announcements from Austin. Then we have unboxing on setup bonanzas on the uh, the the new Google uh, Seven uh, Pixel Seven Pro, uh, the the Google TV, and the new uh, uh, Pixel Watch as well. And then we close with the tip of the week from John about um, replacing uh, Samsung's dictation button in your text messages with the Google Voice one. Well, I have some very sad news to start the podcast with. Sadly, um, my my Sony fingerprint sensor has died, so I've had to send it into repair. Um, Hilariously, when I took it to the shop and the woman tried to set up her fingerprint and couldn't, uh, she, she keyed in the repair details and there was no option to say the fingerprint sensor was broken. So she asked to have a look at my phone because obviously it couldn't be broken because there wasn't an option to declare it such on the support ticket. So, so I reminded her that it didn't work and she tried it. Um, the most surreal technical support experience I've had in quite a while. But anyway, uh, that's enough about me. John Boy, how are you? I'm doing good. I had fun week got a watch and a phone so that's always exciting buyer's remorse yet no not yet give it a couple more weeks a couple more yeah. weeks yeah i think so dougie darling how are you oh uh, not too too bad starting to get a little cold so you know i'm not liking it <laughs> yeah gets like that i suppose iphone yeah. oh i'm i'm a bit I've been a bit miserable this week uh, with a nasty cold. Um, so I've been keeping to myself so I don't give it to anyone else because it's not very nice. And uh, so I'm a little bit croaky. Um, I've been doing various things at home, though. I haven't been in bed all day or anything. But, ugh, yeah, I could do without it, really. Yeah. Um, so, but other than that, things are okay. But, um I may be a little quieter today than in some episodes. First time for anything in four decades, I suppose. Oh, says he. <laughs> Mazzy Moo, what's going on? Uh, this is going well. Um, I also have got a cold because it's starting to get like rainy and all that. Um, so haven't been like going out and all that, unfortunately. Have been keeping to myself. Same as uh, fee, but uh, hopefully I'll be back soon. I've had uh, like uh, some musical stuff, and uh, I'm happy to announce that we've got some new intros written for the podcast, musicals, and all that. So that's always um, exciting, of course. Nice. Looking forward to those. I'm sure they'll be brilliant. Austin, you've not been very well this week, have you? Are you getting better? Yeah, I was in hospital this week. Um... For some weakness and some seizures and epilepsy and all those things. So I don't know. 
but i'm getting the medicines are going on so treatment is still on and the things are getting better that's great and to hear and you can tell yourself you're not as weak as john and warren because you haven't bought the new pixel stuff so yeah i've not bought a new pixel strength. yeah no quite right well done warren how are you Doing well, and it's kind of a little bit of a sad thing to hear all the girls not feeling too good. Uh, girls, I'm praying for you, man. You guys get well because you are the life of the party. I'm doing well, Ed, and um, I'm excited to see that Austin is feeling better. I was a little bit scared there last week or earlier this week. And when he posted on our group, our Telegram group, that he wasn't feeling well and in the hospital, I'm like, my goodness, what in the world is going on? And I wasn't sure we we're going to have Austin back this early to be able to join us on the podcast. So Austin, I'm excited to see you back. Uh, thank God for that. And uh, welcome back on, man. And be careful out there and just take it easy. Now we turn to our announcement section. Austin, have we got anything this week? We have got a lot of announcements this week. We have got, first of all, a milestone announcement. We have crossed 700 videos on our YouTube library. So we are over 700 videos now and over 700 subscribers. But we request those of you who have not subscribed to the YouTube channel to please subscribe and click on the notification button so that you all are notified whenever we post new videos. As Warren said last week, our 100th episode is going to be on the 5th of November. So if you want to join us, you can email us at contact us at blindandroidusers.com and we will share the meet link with you. Now the next announcement is Google is looking for people from US and Canada, if you use Pixel 5 or higher and use Google Assistance, then you have to fill the form and Google will take you up on a study of 90 minutes and the compensation is $100 US or $125 Canadian dollars and the form links will be in the show notes. And now we turn to an unboxing setup bonanza. This is episode 97, and those of you who know the number 97 might remember the Nokia N97, and Google might finally have released a phone to compete with the N97. It's taken a while, but we have the Google Pixel 7 Pro, and Warren is going to take it through its paces. So Ed is taking a jab at my gorgeous Pixel 7 Pro. And I do want to say something, though, Ed, you said earlier on that your Sony bit the dust. Um, well, I thought it was the king of hardware, that, you know, how the mighty have fallen, uh, the king has been toppled, and here comes the new boy, Big Dog, to take on the challenge. And here is my Pixel unboxing. Hi, this is Warren Carr of the BAU Blind Android Users Podcast, and it's that time of the year again when we unbox some of the Google's best and finest devices. Today, I'll be unboxing the Pixel 7 Pro, the 512GB version, and mine comes in the hazel color. 
I know some of you like hearing the ruffling and opening of the box and all of that. Now, that's not my focus. I am most interested in the thing that's in the box. And as a result of that, following my tradition, I have already taken it out of the box, put on a case, as well as putting on a tempered glass and a tempered glass on the camera bump. But if you want to hear the box, that's the box. And in there, though, not much to write home about. All that we have is just the little booklet, the USB cord, and there's a USB adapter just in case you want to use USB-A and all of that. And besides that, that's just about it. And of course, there's that little booklet that I said that has the SIM card attached to it. Physical description of the phone, though, nothing has changed. It's just a typical Google arrangement where we have on the right-hand side of the phone, you have the power button on the top and the up and down volume keys below that. On the left-hand side, however, we have the SIM card tray. At the bottom, we have the traditional USB-C there and some speakers and a microphone. And on the top, on the very top left, I think we have a little hole there. It could be the microphone. It could be the antenna. I don't know. And so to just get to it, I also want to mention here in passing that this is a whole lot heavier than my Pixel 6 Pro. And you can feel the heft. It's absolutely beautifully built phone. And now we'll turn it on. I would like to believe that it has enough power to take us through the setup. And I'm just going to go through it quickly. I'll now turn it on. And I felt a vibration. Kudos to Google, just like the last iteration, which was the Pixel 6 series. One feels a vibration when one turns it on. And if tradition keeps on, then once it gets to the setup screen, I should be able to feel what I refer to as the heartbeat. I am waiting to feel that heartbeat letting me know that I am on the setup screen before enabling accessibility. I'm still waiting, and now I felt that beep, or that heartbeat. I'm going to bring it a little bit closer to the mic and see if you could hear it. I'm not sure. Did you hear that? Heard that? All right, I'm going to try both methods of enabling accessibility. First, I'm going to put down two fingers on the face of the phone and see if I hear any TTS feedback asking me to hold down my fingers to enable accessibility. And then I'll let go and try the two volume hold down and see. So here I go. Continue touching the screen until you hear a beep to enable accessibility mode. I let go of my finger. Now I'm going to hold down the two volume keys. Press and hold both volume keys for three seconds to use TalkBack. Now I'm going to hold down the two volume keys again. TalkBack on. Welcome to TalkBack. Welcome to TalkBack, page one of five. TalkBack is a screen reader intended for situations or people who have difficulty seeing the screen. It gives you spoken feedback so that you can use your device without looking at the screen. You can turn TalkBack on or off by holding both volume keys for several seconds. 
When talkback is on, the focused item on the screen is spoken out loud. Swiping right will move to the next item, and swiping left will move to the previous item. Swipe right now to find the next button. And that's the instructions about the tutorial. And you can tap on the next button or swipe from right to left with two fingers and go through the tutorial. At the bottom, of course, we have that next, as I indicated, and to the right of that is the close button. And I'm going to find and tap on that close button at the bottom right corner of the phone. Close button. Close tutorial. You can come back to it anytime in TalkBack settings. And so I am now about to close the tutorial. If it was a mistake and I didn't want to close out of the tutorial, then near the middle of the phone, we have the stay in tutorial and the close. The stay in tutorial is to the left and the close is to the right. Close button. There's the close and then to the left of that. Stay in tutorial button. Stay in tutorial. I'm going to move my finger to the close tutorial because I really want to close the tutorial. Close button. Welcome to your pixel. Language. English United States button. And now we are on language selection. And since mine is going to be using the English United States, there's no need to tap in here. However, if you do have a different language, you could tap in here and go choose your language. I'll just tap on the next or get started found near the bottom. Get started button. Tap Double on tap, get tap, started. Connect to mobile network. If you have a SIM card, insert it now. And there's the instruction about connecting to the mobile network and or inserting the SIM card. I've been using the eSIM card now for a few years since 2018. And so I'll be utilizing the eSIM card instead. And so toward the bottom here, we got either download the eSIM card or to the right of that is the skip button. So here's what I'm talking about. Download a SIM instead. Add a number using eSIM. And to Double the right of that, skip button. we have the skip Double button. I'm going to move my finger back to the left and tap on download eSIM. Download a SIM instead. Add a number using eSIM. Download your SIM. Connect to your mobile network by downloading the info that's usually on a SIM card. This replaces standard SIM cards and is just as safe. All right, there we are. And now at the bottom right will be my next button. That's what I'm looking for. Next button. Connect to Wi-Fi. Connect to Wi-Fi. To download your SIM, connect to Wi-Fi in list. And now it's time to download that eSIM. But first, we'll have to connect to the mobile Wi-Fi. And my Wi-Fi is called the Mesh. I will find the mesh, tap on it, and then put in all my info, and I'll be right back. The mesh, Wi-Fi signal full, secure network. There's my mesh. I'm going to tap here. The mesh, password, edit box. And now I'm going to put in my password. And so I'm not going to give you the password to my mesh. And so I'm going to be pausing this recording and put that in, and I'll be right back. I just finished typing in my password to my Wi-Fi, and now I'll tap on the connect. Connect button with keyboard hidden. Connect to Wi-Fi. 
The mesh, saved, Wi-Fi signal full, secure network, enlist. Password keyboard hidden. Double tap to activate. Getting your phone ready. This may take a few minutes, out of list. Service, OK Google. Right. Model update, updating voice model to better recognize when you say, OK Google. Okay. Sim manager. Checking network info. Heading. Sim manager. Checking network info. Heading. Sim manager. Confirm your network. Heading. We now come to the screen for phone providers and you should be able to pick out which one is yours here and you have to be signed up to that service before you can download it. In other words, you want to be sure that you are choosing the phone provider that you are signed up with. Here are the list of those that are here in the States. AT&T, Enlist. ATT. Google Fi. Google Double Fi, that's mine. T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Verizon. Verizon. Double, use a different network. Or use Double a different network. I will, though, go ahead and tap on Google Fi. T-Mobile. Google Fi. There we go. Double tap. Just a few moments. Copy apps and data. You can choose to transfer your apps, photos, contacts, Google account, and more out of list. And here we have whether you data need to bring mail. in your apps from your previous phone or not. And at the bottom on the left, we have. Don't copy button. Done Double copy. And then to the right corner, we've got next. Next button. Tab here. Use your old device. You need your old Android or iPhone device. Turn it on and keep it unlocked. And here you can use your phone, your old phone, if that's what you want to do. And if you don't want to use your old phone, then you could simply tap on, I don't have my old phone. And so at the bottom left corner, we have. Can't use old device button. Or Double to the right, activate. we've got. Next button. Next. Double tap to activate. I don't intend using my old phone. Rather, I would prefer using the method of bringing stuff from the cloud. So I'm going to tap on can't use old phone. Can't use old device button. There we go. Restore data without old device. You can restore more data, including photos and videos, if you use your old device. To restore data without your old device, sign in with your username and password on the next screen. All right, so in other words, if I were trying to bring things from my old phone, including pictures and other files and things of that nature, I would have used to bring something from my old phone. But instead, I'm going to choose the one to sign into my account and bring things that are like my apps, my settings and folders and the like. So now I'll tap on OK, found in the middle on the right hand corner. OK, button. Checking info. Account setup. Checking info. Heading. Google Play Services. Checking info. Heading. Sign in with your Google account. Learn more. Sign in. Sign in with your Google account. Learn more. Web view. We are now on the signing in page, and this is where you type in your username and password, or first type in your username, then tap next, and then on the next screen, you'll be typing your password.
I'll go ahead now though and put in my email address and then also go to the next screen, put in my password. And once I've signed in, then I shall be returning. That means I'm going to pause this recording, but I'll also be having my phone handy. That is my old phone handy because I'm going to choose to authenticate this signing in using my old phone. I'll be right back. Two-step verification to help keep your account safe. Google wants to make sure it's really you trying to sign in. I am now on that screen where I need to authenticate and you could choose to have it send you SMS or use Google Authenticator or tap that yes on your phone to authenticate or if you have a USB key, you could also plug that in. I'm going to find and tap on the one that says send or tap yes or no on my phone. And so here are the methods through which you can authenticate. There's use your security key. Can't find. Get a verification code from the Google Authenticator app. Use your phone or tablet to get a tap yes on your phone or tablet. Link. There we go. I'm Double going to tap, tap to on this one. Two-step two verification to help keep your account safe. Google wants to make sure it's really you trying to sign in. And now I'm going to grab my other phone. And because I had it on silent mode, I'll have to unlock that phone. 34, fingerprint sensor, device unlocked. Google Play services. Navigate up, button. Yes, it's me, button. And there's a yes there. Yes, it's me, button. Loading. Who will be, who will be using this device? Silent. Set up this device for yourself or a member of your Google. Now we have a dialogue that says who is going to be using these devices, either for me or for a child. My child will be using this device. Or. Next button. Double next, tap to activate. And of course, by default, is I will be using this. But if you want to be sure, you could tap on. I will be using this device. There we go. Now tap on next at the bottom right. Next button. Web view. I All right. We're now on the page. Privacy policy button. for all the agreements and all of that, and at the bottom right, I agree button. Double tap to activate. You could tap on I agree, and you can always go back into the system settings and change things that you didn't want to agree to. Getting account info now on the page. Just a few moments. That's Restore gathering data info. From an old device. Restore data from an old device. Choose a backup below. Enlist four items. Now I have to choose the backup that I want. And some of the restore point that I got are the following. Google Pixel 6 Pro backup. Two days ago, 1.22 p.m. Or. Google Pixel 6 Pro backup. September 11th, 8.30 p.m. Or. Google Pixel 2 XL backup. September 29th, 8.05 p.m. Or. Don't restore. Button out of list. Don't restore. So if you've turned on other older devices in the past, they will show up here. And if not, you choose the one that you want based on the most recent one. And I'm choosing the one that was from two days ago. Sometimes, even though mine is on today because it hasn't done any backup today, it's not showing today's date for my current phone. 
Google Pixel 6 Pro backup, two days ago, 1.22 p.m., in list, four items. And so I'll tap on that Double one. Tapped. Confirm your old Google Pixel 6 Pro screen lock. To decrypt your backup, enter your old device's screen lock on the next screen, out of list. In other words, you will be putting in your pin. And so at the bottom, we've got that next. Next button. Confirm your old Google Pixel 6 Pro screen lock. Editing, password, edit box. Show and now I'm going to put in my pin. I again will be pausing and coming back. I just finished putting in my pin and we'll tap on the next on the bottom right or go. Done. Done. Keyboard hidden. Password, six characters, edit box. Numeric password keyboard hidden. Choose what to restore. Choose what to restore. 12 gigabytes of 496 gigabytes. Heading in list. And so as I indicated earlier on, these are apps and system settings that I'll be restoring and has nothing to do with files that I have already on my phone. And so what I'm restoring is basically my apps, settings, and things like that. And now I could go choose to restore some or exclude some. But for me though, I'm just gonna restore everything. And so at the bottom right, I'm simply gonna tap on restore. And so if you want to restore everything, you could just tap on restore at the bottom right or toward the middle, you'll find where it says apps, all 325 apps. You could just tap on that and then go in there and choose what you want to restore. Checked apps, checkbox. Now I'm going Double to tap, tap on restore. Restore. Restoring. You can continue setting up your pixel. Google services. Google services in list. We have another services message. Welcome to TalkBack. Page one. Now you hear a new voice because it's now seeing the Permission voice request. that I have chosen. Music volume set to 32%. And so now it says permission request. Allow button. Allow Gboard to access photos, videos, music, and audio on this device. And allow button. Allow. Welcome to TalkBack. Welcome to TalkBack. Page one of five. TalkBack is a screen reader intended for situations or people who have difficulty seeing. Now I'm going to find that close at the bottom right and close it. Close button. Close tutorial. You can come back to it anytime in TalkBack settings. And in the middle up there on the right is the close and to the left of it, stay in tutorial. I'm going to tap on close. Close button. Google services. Google services. Heading in list. Now here's the services, all the agreements, things like, hey, what's going to be restored or what are you going to have active? We have things like use location. Allow apps and services with location permission to use your device's location. Google may collect location data periodically and use this data. And I'm not going to go through all this. I'm just going to go to next and I could just adjust these things later. And I'm just going to tab on agree at the bottom. Accept button. Accept. Google Play services. Back up your device with Google One heading. I do have Google One and I'm going to go to next. So accept. Turn on button. Turn on. Settings. Limited warranty. Tap the country of purchase to view the warranty for this device. The warranty is also available at settings greater than about phone greater than limited warranty and g.co slash devis warranty in list. You can go through that. I'm just unboxing this. I'm going to go on next. Next button. Additional legal terms. By clicking, I accept. You agree to the 
Google Terms of Service and the Google Device Arbitration Agreement. Dot. All right, I will go to next and you can always go into the settings and opt out of these things. I accept button. Sim Manager. Checking network info, heading. Setting up your phone, setting up your phone, heading. Now we're on a page where it's found my info about my SIM card or my phone provider, and therefore provisioning my SIM card. Setting up your phone, heading. All right. Less than a minute remaining. It says I've got less than a minute remaining, and I'm going to pause this so I'm not wasting your time. Activating, activating. Oops, there it is, activating. Think in progress bar. Activating heading window activating. Move your number to this phone. Your Fi service is currently associated with a different phone. To start getting calls and texts on this phone, move your number to this phone instead. All right, so I'm going to find move my phone to this number or move my number to this device rather. And at the bottom right. Yes, move number button. Move number. Activating, activating heading. Welcome to Google Fi. You've moved your number to this phone. All right. And you can hear the nice high quality voice. And because that's coming from my restoration of my old phone. And now I'm going to tap on whatever is there at the bottom right. Next button. And that will be the next. Activating. Activating. Heading. So Pin. I've deactivated. Pin. Edit box. Editing. Back. And now I am on a screen that I need to provide my PIN, my security PIN. So again, I'm going to pause this and I'll be right back after putting in my PIN. I just finished putting in my PIN and at the bottom right, I should find a next or go. Next. Showing numeric password keyboard. Settings. Keyboard hidden. Set up fingerprint unlock. Use your fingerprint to unlock your phone or verify it's you. Like when you sign into apps or approve a purchase. And below that. We got how it works, how it works. Fingerprint unlock creates a unique model of your fingerprint to verify it's you. To create this fingerprint model during setup, you will take images of your fingerprint from different positions. All right. And then at the bottom right there, we have more, or you could simply scroll down or scroll up. When you use fingerprint unlock, I just scrolled up and or scroll down rather. I can't get it straight today. And then at the bottom, I agree button. I agree. How to set up your fingerprint. The fingerprint sensor is on your screen. You'll capture your fingerprint on the next screen. And at the bottom, we have either I'll do it later on the left or get started or start at the bottom right. I'll tap on start. Start button. Move your finger across the screen to find the sensor. Touch and hold the fingerprint sensor. Keep your fingerprint flat on the sensor until you feel a vibration. Talkback tells us to move our finger around the screen to find the finger sens fingerprint sensor. And I know where it is because I had the previous model. And so I, I'm simply going to put my finger where I think it is. Fingerprint sensor. Lift. There it is. Again. Enrolling fingerprint 0%. Lift. Fingerprint sensor. Enrolling fingerprint 5%. Enrolling fingerprint 10%. Enrolling fingerprint 15%. Enrolling fingerprint 21%. Enrolling fingerprint 26%. Enrolling fingerprint 31%. Enrolling fingerprint 36%. Enrolling fingerprint 42%. Place the tip of your finger on the sensor. Enrolling fingerprint 47%. All right. Fingerprint sensor. Enrolling fingerprint 52%. Place the left edge of your finger. Enrolling fingerprint 57. 
Fingerprint sensor. Enrolling fingerprint 63%. Enrolling fingerprint 68%. Enrolling fingerprint 73%. Place the right edge of your finger. Enroll. Move right. Fingerprint sensor. Enrolling fingerprint 84%. Enrolling fingerprint 89%. Move up. Enrolling fingerprint 94%. Move right. Enrollment was not completed. Fingerprint enrollment didn't work. Try again or use a different finger. Something happened, and I'm gonna do it again. Okay, but set up face unlock. Use your face to unlock your phone. We're now on the setup face unlock, and here's the info that we have. Keep in mind, if you normally wear eyeglasses, you can wear them during setup. Okay. Looking at the phone can unlock it even when you don't intend to. Your phone can also be unlocked by someone who looks a lot like you, like an identical sibling, or if someone holds it up to your face. Alright, next. Using your face to unlock your phone may be less secure than a strong pattern, PIN, or password. Keep going. How it works. How it works. Face unlock creates a unique model of your face to verify it's you. To create this face model during setup, you will take images of your face from different angles. When you use face unlock, images are used to update your face model. Images used to create your face model are not stored, but the face model is stored securely on your phone and never leaves the phone. All processing occurs securely on your phone. Alright. You're in control. You're in control, that's a header, and below that... You can delete your face model or turn off face unlock at any time in settings. Face models are stored on the phone until you delete them. Learn more at g.co slash pixel slash face unlock. Alright, then at the bottom right, or rather at the bottom left, we got... No thanks, button. No thanks, or on the bottom right. I agree, button. I agree. I'm gonna do it. How to set up face unlock. On the next screen, hold your phone at eye level. Okay. Set up for limited vision or head motion. When using face unlock, your head may need to be more directly in front of your phone. Switch on. And so by default, because it detects that I have screen reader on, it's automatically checked for someone with a disability or someone who may have difficulty with head movements and things like that. And I have never done that with mine, even on my Pixel 4 that has this feature. So I'm going to uncheck this and use it as though I don't have any problems. Of course, I don't have any problems with my head movement. And so I'm not going to check this one on. But by checking this one or leaving this one checked, it makes it easier for you. Off. All right, then at the bottom right. Start button. Start. If accessibility face unlock is turned off, some setup steps may not work properly with TalkBack. Go back button. Okay, and it tells us some things may not work well with TalkBack. Basically, we're not going to be able to hear some of the whatever the instructions or whatever. I'm still going to proceed anyway, so I'm going to click on. Continue setup button. Continue setup, which is there in the middle on the right. Center your head in the circle. Do it later, button. Hold your phone at eye level. Move phone to your right. Move phone to your right. Move phone higher. Move phone to your left. Can't see your face. Hold your phone at eye level. Move phone to your left. Move phone higher. Move phone to your left. Move phone higher. Face unlock is set up. You're all set, but some angles of your face weren't captured. You can try setting up face unlock again <laughs> later in settings. Alright. I got it done though. Try again, button. Or I could say try again, or okay, button. okay. Now, so maybe I will do it later, but for now I'm going to tap on okay. Looks good. Now when you pick up your phone or tap the screen, you can use your face to unlock. 
All right. Sunlock works best when there's enough light and you're not wearing a mask or dark glasses. Done. Button. Tab one done at the bottom, right? Continue setup. Keep going to get your device fully set up. Uh, tab one continue. Continue. Button. Google. Google. Checking. Heading. Google. Talk to Google hands-free. Heading. And that's about the assistant. I'm going to scroll down and tap on agree or next. I agree button. At the bottom right. Voice match enrollment. Activate voice match for Hey Google heading. And it's talking about activating the assistant. I'm going to scroll down and at the bottom right. I agree button. I agree. I agree button. Google. Google. Access your assistant without unlocking your device heading. Okay, I'm going to scroll down at the bottom right. I agree. Button. I agree. Google Pay. Now we're getting to the Google Pay. And for this one, though, I'm going to skip for now. It can already see my Visa card in there. But I'm going to tap on the Do It Later, which is probably on the bottom left. Skip. Button. Skip. There we go. Anything else? Set up a few more things now or find them later in settings. And since it's bringing things from my previous device, I'm going to tap on the no thanks found near the bottom left. No thanks button. There we go. Get tips and tricks in your inbox. Stay up to date on Google's hardware products and related features, services and offers. Plus receive invitations to help improve Google hardware products and related services. Learn about email updates from Google hardware. And you could say no, I'm in or whatever. No thanks button. At the bottom left is no thanks on the right. Yes, I'm in. Is button. yes, I'm in. So you tap the one that you want. Getting your phone ready. This may take a few minutes. And now I'm getting my phone ready. It may take a few minutes. Swipe to navigate your phone. Learn gestures to go home, go back, and switch apps. I already know how to do that. And so I'm going to tap on the skip on the bottom left. Skip button. Device unlocked. All set. You're ready to start using your phone. Media control. YouTube. The cat. And now I'll just swipe to go home. Home. Friday, October 14th. And there we are. And on here, all of my folders should be here. Folder. Folder. Bible. Folder. Bible versions. There we go. Folder. Browsers. Folder. Cloud storage. Folder. Communication. Folder. Digital recorders. So all of my items. folders are here. And now that we're done with this, let's go ahead and quickly look at some of the things here. For example, like the guided frames that was talked about during the uh, Google event, the Made by Google event. And we'll also look at the settings, although I don't think that there's anything that has changed. But let's go ahead, though, and look at that camera part. Camera. Tap here. Switch to camera mode. Zero faces. Camera. Camera settings. Open options menu. Close social share. An update is available for camera. And since it says an update is available for this camera, though, I would like to believe that even if I switch to the front-facing camera to take a selfie, I may not be able to get that guided frames until I've updated. I'm almost positive, but let's go ahead, though, and tap on the front camera and see what happens. Switch to front camera button. There we go. One face, bottom center, with 50% of screen, very close. One face, left, with 40% of screen, good for selfie. One face, left. With so as you can see, it's not telling me about how to hold a phone and all of that, but it's telling me where my face is. So my thought of needing to update is correct. 
unless you update it, you're not going to get that guidance. So I'll go ahead and close out of here. Home. Welcome to your new pixel. All right, let's quickly look at the system settings. Notification shade. Quick settings. Open settings. Notification shade. Settings. Pro Network and internet. Network and internet. Connected devices. Apps. Assistant. Notifications. Battery. 60. Storage. 4% used. Sound and vibration. Display. Dark. Wallpaper and style. Accessibility. Dis digital well-being and parent. Google. Services. System. About phone. Tips and support. And that's what we have in there. So like I said, everything is the same. And so until I have the camera updated, I wouldn't be demonstrating it today. But when I do, I would then maybe demonstrate it as a tip of the week. But that's been the Pixel 7 Pro setup. Thank you, Warren. And, and there is a serious point to be raised about the Pixel 7 series. And it's come up on our email list and Telegram group in that it only supports 64-bit apps. Now, many of you listening to this uh, will uh, be aware that Eloquence is a 32-bit app. So Eloquence will not work. If you want this to change, I suggest you write to Code Factory, and I do not suggest you write to the support address. Uh, the chief exec of Code Factory is Mel Melanie Andres, so I suggest you write to her at Melanie M E L A N I E Mike Echo Lima Alpha November India Echo dot Andres Echo November Delta Romeo Echo Sierra at codefactoryglobal.com that's melanie endrace at codefactoryglobal.com any comments on the pixel 7 or 7 pro folks uh ed i want to add something to what you said about the fact that the eloquence app is not working so it's not just the eloquence app and there are a few apps in my library that didn't get transferred because they're not compatible and among those are some of the TTS engines that we have come to know. For example, the eSpeak by our friend Reese Dunn uh, from the Kentour uh, Technologies is not compatible anymore. Also, for some odd reason, I'll have to try it again to be sure, but my Sarah Prague voices didn't get transferred either. And the funniest thing, however, is that the uh, defunct Voxygen voices, however, work just fine. So go figure. Do we think Voxygen is a 64-bit app then? I think maybe they probably um, have some elements of it or uh, supporting libraries or whatever elements that support the 64-bit libraries because they did not come to the stage till 2017, I believe, or late 2017, somewhere in there. Uh, into 2018. And so by that time, though, they would have been familiar with the fact that uh, Google has been wanting apps to be 64 bits. So I think that's why there still works. Uh, that, that, that sounds so, right to me. So Warren, by the way, because I know you and John have tried Pixel. I've seen um, XDA tweet um, yesterday that the uh, pixel 7 has a problem with the battery life and their display so i know you've just gotten it for one day but what do you think about the battery life like did you charge it since since it came um since you received it or whatever let me grab it here 
I I'm going to turn up word processing four or more items. Accessibility volume set to 64%. The one thing that I want to say about my Pixel 7 that I really like is that comparing it to the Pixel 6 is the fact that um, I could turn up the accessibility volume up to 100% and, you know, the TTS is not going to distort. You know, the speaker is just absolutely nice. And... Uh, accessibility volume set to 78%. I, um, I don't know... My battery from Tap to dismiss assistant. Battery status. Google Assistant. Showing item one. Your battery level is showing items one to five of five. Phone three bar. Battery eighty-seven percent. So that's from yesterday afternoon when I, I I had it and it's at eighty-seven. I think to me that's not a bad battery management. So these things can you know go one way or the other. You know depending. Sometimes uh, one could face some problems depending on what they are doing. I don't know what's going on. But for example, if you listen to this unboxing that I just did, I could not get my um, fingerprint reader to complete. It got to 94% and it just didn't continue from there. So I don't know what's going on. I'll have to try it again and see what happens. Yeah, I, is it, I think it's an in-display fingerprint. And I, when I first got my Samsung phone, um, my S21 Ultra, I had the same problem. It took me like a, a couple of times, a couple of tries to to get it set up. So that's that's not like a strange thing. Um, but we will definitely like let us know like whether it worked or not when you try to set it up again. So I'll definitely report back on it, and I will also maybe take off my tempered glass but the one thing that i realized with it though the setting up of the fingerprint compared to the pixel 6 was very fast in the sense that i didn't have any um timeouts you know in the middle of it but as soon as it reached 94 percent and i put my finger down again then it just went bunkers there and, and that's the only problem that i saw I didn't try it for the second time, so I'll do that again today and see what happens. And now we move on to our next unboxing, and it's John Dyer unboxing his new Pixel Watch. Yeah, I actually unboxed it and set it up, and it wasn't the smoothest process, but I figured I would just leave it unedited for you guys to see um, what hiccups I might encounter. So a uh, little bit of a teaser there. <laughs> So here is the unboxing and setup of the Pixel Watch. Hi, John here, and this is going to be an unboxing and hopefully quick, flawless setup of the new Pixel Watch. Got it right here. I uh, have not opened it yet, so let me get my unboxing knife. There's two pieces of tape that need to be cut. One. Two. All right. Taking the lid off. There's nothing in the lid. The watch is on display right here. 
I'm gonna pull it out. It's wrapped around a piece of cardboard and it's already got the watch band on it. So I'm going to take it off of here. It's um, sort of a basic, um, just rubber sports style band. So the one I ordered is the silver with the charcoal band. And the first thing I'm noticing taking it off of here is it's definitely small. It's the smallest watch I've ever used. Um, for sure. Uh, but, you know, I might not mind it as long as I'm able to do talk back gestures easily on it. That's all that matters to me. I'm not so concerned with how it looks on my wrist or anything like that. Although, it does seem very nice. I will say that. And so, set the watch aside. The cardboard that was wrapped around has the charging cable inside of it. So, let's see if I can get it out of here without tearing anything. Okay, so got that cardboard piece open. Got the Cable out. Just gonna set this stuff aside. I'm curious to see what the length of this cable is because my Samsung watches haven't come with very long cables recently. And this seems about the same. Maybe a little over two feet. So not a super long cable. I'm going to set that aside. Okay, so it's um, just to describe the, the band, it's sort of like a belt style where it goes through, you put it through, and then once you have the notch going through the right hole, then you can tuck the rest inside of it underneath so it's it's uh, tucked away. So if anyone's had an Apple Watch, it's similar to that. All right, so doesn't seem like it has a screen protector on it or anything like that, that I can tell by feeling it. The crown, so I'm turning the crown and um, I'm hoping there's gonna be some haptics once I turn it on because there's no texture to like the rotation of it. Like it's just a smooth rotation. It doesn't click at all. So hopefully there will be some haptics associated with that. So I'm gonna go ahead and press this, the only button on here. Actually, I shouldn't say the only button because the crown is a button. I don't know which one to press. I'm gonna press the button above the crown first and see what happens. I'm holding it. Okay, 
I think it came on, but it did not vibrate. I'm just going to wait a few seconds. I'm also going to... I have my Pixel 7 here. Device locked. 10.01 p.m. Lock screen. Device unlocked. Oh. Oh. I'm just going to have my phone on to see if it automatically tries to connect or anything like that. Okay, it did vibrate eventually after a very long time, maybe to let me know that it's ready to set up or something. So nothing's happening automatically on my phone. I'm going to triple click this side key and see what happens. It didn't do anything. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try it. Triple clicking the crown. It also didn't do anything. Gonna hold two fingers on the screen. Google Pixel Watch. Device app is required to start setup. Go to Google Play button. Home on top. Google Pixel Watch on bottom. Google Pixel Watch. Device app is required to start setup. Google okay, Pixel Watch. as you can see. There is a pop-up on my phone. I'm gonna go to that. I was not able to turn talk back on. Let's see what happens here. Go to Google Play button. Google Play Store. Collapse list. So it's sending me to the Play Store. Google LLC. Average rating 4.5 stars and 150 reviews. Downloaded 50,000 plus time. Google Pixel Watch. Google Pixel Watch is the name of the app. Install button. I'm Google installing Pixel it. Google Pixel Watch. Connecting to Google Pixel Watch. Google Play Store on top. Connecting to Google Pixel Watch on bottom. Connecting to Google Pixel Watch. Checking for updates for wear free period. Connecting to Google Pixel Watch. Confirm pin to connect Google Pixel Watch to this phone. Confirm that the pins match on both devices. 916,270. Wrong pin button. Confirm. Confirm. Button. I'm going to confirm the pin even though I can't see it. Just gonna trust that nobody else around here is setting up a Google, Google Pixel, Pixel Watch. Watch. I'm gonna allow notifications. I'm gonna agree to everything without reading it. Says it's connecting to my watch. Checking for Google account. Device setup. Sign into your Google account. Sign into your Google account on your watch to use Google Apps. Download new apps and use Find My Device. John Dyer 05 at gmail.com. Continuous John button. Just gonna hit continuous John. Unlock to continue setting up your device. Tap to cancel authentication button. Just warning my fingerprint. Face unlock doesn't seem to work right here. Tap to cancel authentication button. Tap to cancel authentication. Button. Tap to cancel authentication. Sign into your new sign in on Google Pixel Watch. Your Google account was signed into. Email Google security alert. Email Google security alert. Okay, so it's in progress. Progress bar. Signing in. Heading. So Watch. signing in. Checking for decline button. By clicking, I accept. You agree to that. Google device. I accept button. 
I accept once again. Welcome to your new Google Pixel Watch. Stay connected to your body and your world. More options. Button. Next. Button. Put on your watch. It wants me to put on my watch. Still haven't got talkback going. But we'll put it on. Not sure why it wants me to, but let's do it. Alright. Slide the band through the outer loop. Press the metal peg into a hole. That's more options. Button. Just gave me directions on how to put it on, even though I already did. Next. Button. Set watch orientation. Okay. Message. Which wrist is it on? Cool, it lets you select which wrist, so um, that you can have the, I guess, have the dial, the knob towards, like, pointing towards your hand, so you could easily reach it with your other hand. So, that's cool. Left wrist, button. Which means I put it on wrong. <laughs> so. Right wrist, button. Hit right wrist. Right wrist, button. I guess that's selected. Where is the crown? Left crown, button. The crown is... Right crown, button. Oh, I guess you could do it either way. So, right crown. I'm going to do that. More options, button. Next, button. Learn how to switch bands. No thanks. You can swap band sizes and more options, button. Not now, button. You can swap band sizes and not now, button. Get the Fitbit mobile app. Now it's wanting me to get the Fitbit mobile app. Install, button. Do it later, button. I'm going to do it later. I'm just trying to figure out how to get TalkBack working on this thing. Skip, button. Talk to your watch. Set up Google Assistant. More options, button. Skip, button. Set up, button. Um, I will skip this also, skip, even though I will set button. that up. More options, button. You're almost done. Just a few more steps. More options, button. I'm almost done. Set a lock on your watch. Set a lock on my watch. On your watch, set a thinner pattern to keep it thin. Pattern. What if I don't want pattern. to? Pin. I'm going to do a pin. In progress, progress bar. Pin on your watch. Oh, great. <sighs> Looks like I'm stuck. I'm going to try these talkback shortcuts again. Something went wrong. Okay, it worked that time. Let's see. Sounds like TalkBack's running, but I don't hear a... Get spoken feedback so you can use your watch without looking at the screen. Drag two fingers to scroll. I'm going to see if I can back out of this. I don't Swipe want to... Swipe right or left to move between items. Swipe right or left to move... Double tap to activate an item. Guess I have to go through this. Let's, let me hit back again. 
Finish button. Okay, finished. Continue on phone. Setup. Continue on phone. Image. Okay, I gotta go back to my phone now. Something went wrong. Please try again. More options. Button. Cancel. Button. Retry. Button. Retry. In progress. Progress bar. Set a pin. Settings. Okay, now. Screen on. I should be able pin to do area. this. Setting screen lock. Settings. Continue on phone. Setup. Okay, so I'm back on the phone now. I've set my pen. I'm gonna skip Google Pay for now. Select apps for your watch. Checking for Google Play. Continue button. Watch. See top features button. Your watch may need to restart. Send email to John Dyer zero five at Gmail. See top features button. Done button. I'm just gonna hit done. Setup complete. John's Google Pixel Watch. Okay, so my setup is now complete. So I'm not gonna say it was without hiccups and maybe I did something wrong, but we got through it. Thanks for listening. So do you like it, John, having used it for a few more hours? Will you keep it, send it back? Um, I honestly, I'm probably going to send it back. It it falls short of in a couple areas compared to the Galaxy Watch so far. I mean, I haven't had a whole lot of time with it. I definitely want to put it through its paces. I'm using it as my main watch right now. It's connected to my Pixel, uh, which I'm going to use as my main phone for at least a couple weeks. Um, so yeah, it doesn't have the taptic time feature, like where it'll vibrate the time to you. And, um, it just seems to have less features overall than the Samsung phone, just going through the settings, but I, it's more responsive than I was expecting. I thought it would lag behind the galaxy watch, but there, I haven't done a side by side yet, but they don't seem too different when it comes to like responsiveness using talkback. Which that in itself is actually a little surprising given that it's a 2018 chipset in that thing. Yeah, exactly. That was in the original um, Galaxy Watch. Now we move on to our third unboxing, and it's another one from Warren, and it's the Google TV. Anything else you want to say about this one, Warren? The Google TV, a.k.a. Chromecast. It's a good device. However, as I will be indicating, um, if you have a TV that supports 4K, probably you shouldn't get this one. You should get the uh, 2020 version instead. But I'll let it speak for itself and you make your decision. And here is my unboxing of the Google TV. Hello and welcome to the unboxing of the Google TV 2022. For Blind Android Users Podcast, this is Warren Carr. If you're familiar or have listened to the unboxing of the 2020 version of the Google Chromecast, aka Google TV, today I'll be comparing the two. Before we get to the unboxing, though, I want to talk about what the similarities are and what these differences are. These are the similarities between the 2020 and the 2022 models. 
Both devices are identical in shape and look. Both have USB-C. Both only have 8 gigs of storage, that is the internal storage. You can though add like a USB hub storage to it if you wanted to. Both can only be powered by the charging port. In other words, you cannot have it get power from the TV that you're hooking it up to. You will have to actually use the included charger and cord that come in the box. Both come with a remote control in the box. Now, let's talk about what the differences are. The 2022 model only comes in one color, white. The 2022 doesn't have support for 4K video, only 1080p. The 2022 model does not support Dolby Vision. So if your TV supports that, you may want to look at the one from 2020, and that's the one that supports that. The 2022 model is powered by Android 12, while the 2020 model is powered by Android 11, even though it is slated to be upgraded to Android 12. The 2022 model supports AV1 video decoding, while the 2020 does not, which means the 2022 model would need less bandwidth when compared to that from 2020 during streaming services. And those would be the similarities and differences of the two. Now let's go ahead and do the actual unboxing. I got a padded envelope here sitting with the box inside and I will now open that and go ahead and unbox it. Here we go. Whoops, I dropped it. Fell right out of the envelope. Now I'm going to... Let's tear off the plastic here. So the box feels more or less like that of the Google Home, but smaller. And I open up the box, and inside it we got another little box, or actually two little boxes. Let's see what's in these boxes. The first box a little bit larger, and the second one is smaller. 
Get that. There we go. That contains the actual device. And I'm putting that to the side. And looking at the second box here, see what that other one contains. And let's see what we got here. There we go. The second one has the remote. Take it out. Looks like I have to open both sides in order to get it out. There we go. Push it out. All right, now I'm below the, uh, below that in the box, we got the USB cord. Of course, one side is uh, USB-A and one end is the USB-C and then there's a power brick there in the box as well. And in there, too, is a battery pack containing two, let's see, I'm going to take it out. These are definitely AAA batteries, so I'm going to put it in the remote. All right, I'm going to try to get the battery in here. There we go. Okay, got the battery in there. Now the next step is to ensure that your TV has been tuned to the HDMI port. And so mine is and all that I need to do now is to go plug it in there and then come back here and turn on the TV with the regular TV remote itself before we get to the included remote. So I will now navigate my way to where my TV is, plug this in, and turn it on. I'll be right back. All right, I now have it plugged to the back of the TV. And the next thing I would like to do now is to grab the actual TV remote, turn on the TV. Whoops, let's see. There we go, I just turned the TV on and I'm gonna give it some time.
I'm waiting for it to get to the setup screen. And if the 2020 model is something to go by, when it's on that setup screen, we should start hearing some chimes. In other words, it'll make a chime when it's on the setup screen. So there we go, there's that chime. Now, before we go about enabling accessibility, let me quickly describe the remote, which is exactly the same thing as the 2020 model. And so holding the remote, we have that big circular button near the top. And in the middle of that circular button is a depression that is the enter or the select key. Above the depression is the up arrow and below that is the down arrow. To the left is the left and to the right is the right arrow key. Now, on both sides, we got a total of four buttons on each side, that is, four on the left and four on the right. Starting on the left and going down on that side, we got the back key, home key, YouTube key, and the power button. On the right-hand side, we have the assistant, then followed by either Hulu or the Netflix, and then the third one, is either the Hulu or the Netflix, because I don't remember which is which. And the last one there at the bottom is the input selection button. This input selection and the power key to the left are one and the same in the sense that they are smaller buttons. Now, let's go ahead and try to enable accessibility. And if memory serves me right, we hold down the down arrow key together with the back key. I will now hold down those two buttons. You have held both the back and down buttons for three seconds to use TalkBack. To enable TalkBack now, hold the back and down buttons for three seconds again. Use this shortcut anytime to enable or disable TalkBack. All right, and now I'll hold him down again. Language selection. Bienvenido. There we are on our language selection. And you use the up and down arrow keys to find your language. It says some language. I'm going to go down. Afrikaans. Enlist. There's Afrikaans. That doesn't say anything. I'll go down. I'll go down. That doesn't say anything either. I believe that English is the one before Afrikaans. So I'm going to go up. English, United States. Press select to activate. There is English United States in there. So basically you keep going up and down till you find your language if it is supported. In other words, if there's a TTS for your language. I'm sitting on the English United States and I'll press that depression in the middle to select. Select your Wi-Fi network. The mesh in list. And now is on Wi-Fi. Mine is called the mesh. Password box, edit box, enlist. Enter password for the mesh. System status, choose input method, English US Gboard. Showing password. I am in the password field. 
and automatically the keyboard has popped up. I'm just going to go down and put in my password and then I will be back. I'm muting this recording. Alright, now I'm going to hit the done button. Keyboard hidden. Connecting to the mesh. It's connecting to my Wi-Fi. Connected. Please wait. And access settings. Talk I'm waiting. You and control your screen. Tap to review. Downloading system update. Chromecast will restart soon. All right, it's restarting the system. system Step one of two. And I got system update. Step one of two, updating the system. And if I down arrow, one percent progress bar. That's the percentage. Six percent. Ten percent. I'm just going to leave it here on the percentage line so I know when it's ready. 11%. It's pretty slow because it's doing a system update. 12%. I will pause the recording and come back when 15%. it's at 100%. 97%. I am back and it is updating. It got to 100% and now it's doing the second update. So in totality, you probably need to give it some time to finish that update and probably it will take about 2, 3 or 4 or 5 minutes depending on your system and especially on your connectivity. So there we are. It's on the second phase of the update. System update installing. 12% progress bar. And there it is at 12% on the second update. Again, I'll pause the recording and come back when it's almost 100%. 100%. Alright, so the installation took less time than the download. And I believe it's restarting, so I'm still waiting for it to come back up and we'll finish the setting up process. Another time from the screen reader. I'm still waiting. Android TV remote service. Connecting. Connected. There we are. Dashboard. Please wait. Title. Content text. Using speech services by Google. Using speech services by Google. There we are. 
Google Play Services. I'm giving it some time to finish doing all that. Google sign in. Google sign in. Use your Google account. Next, create account. Sign in. Use your Google account. We are now on the signing in page. All right. Sign in, heading one. Use your Google account. Use your Google account. Edit box, email or phone. Down arrow, and it's now on my email address. I'm going to hit select here. System status, choose input method, English US Gboard. Showing Gboard. And now I'm going to go put in my email address. W D S A A Q W E R R F C C F D S A a Q W E R R. And usually, if you up arrow after finishing typing your email address or username, there should be the at gmail.com. I'm going to up arrow. There we go. I'm just going to hit the select. At gmail.com. Go. Press select to activate. Keyboard hidden. Hi, Warren. System status. Choose input method. English US Gboard. And now password comes keyboard. the password. I am going to pause this for a while while I put in my password. Two-step verification to help keep your account safe. Google wants to make sure it's really you trying to sign in. We are now on the verification page, and what I'm going to do is simply go grab my phone and then down arrow and tap on the one that says tap yes on your phone and just go from there. So let me go grab my phone. All right, I got my phone, and now I'm going to down arrow till I get to where it says tap yes on your phone or tablet. Sign in, Google account, Google. Two-step verification. Heading one. To help keep your account safe, Google wants to make sure it's really you trying to sign in. Warcare at gmail dot. Choose how you want to sign in. Use your security key. I'm just going down. Can't find an eligible device. Tap yes on your phone or tablet. There we go. I'm going to select this. And it's showing on my phone, so I'm going to tap on yes. There we go. I have authenticated. Hi, Warcare. By clicking, accept. You agree to the Google Terms of Service and the Google Play Terms of Service. The Google Privacy Policy describes how Google... Now, this is all that agreement, and I'm going to find Accept. Accept. In list. Hit right arrow. There's the Accept. Hit Select. 
Additional legal terms be clicking. I agree. You agree to the good. And I'm just going to write error to I agree. I agree. Enlist. Hit select. Google services select each to learn more about each service, such as how to turn it on or off later. Data will be used according to Google's privacy policy. Click accept to confirm your selection. And I'm going to go right. Accept. Enlist. Google. All right. Google Assistant. Now it's talking about the assistant, basically trying to do my voice match and all of that. A few things you should know. Okay, a few things I should know. Down arrow. Nothing. I'm just going to hit select. Get personal results. Allow your assistant to give info specific to you on this device, like your photos, personalized recommendations, and more. Alright, gonna hit right arrow. Just hit enter. Get personal results, enlist. Set up wizard. Choose your subscriptions. Your choices will be saved and used for content recommendations when you're signed into your Google account. After making selections, navigate right and select Confirm. Apps for your subscriptions will be installed on your device. So basically, these are the streaming services that we are subscribed to. The apps that come with your device will also be installed during setup. Netflix, YouTube for Android TV, Disney+, Hulu for Android TV, Prime Video, Android TV, HBO Max, Stream TV and Movies, Apple TV, and TikTok for Android TV. These are the ones that will be installed by default. I'm going to go down. If you have any optional ones, you can select those. Your choices will be saved and used for content recommendations. Checked. YouTube. Disabled. Not checked. Netflix. Netflix, because I'm no longer subscribed to it, is unchecked. Not checked. Prime Video. I have Prime, so I'm going to select. Not checked. TikTok. I don't have TikTok, so I'm not going to select. Not checked. Paramount Plus. I don't have Paramount. Not checked. Sling TV. I don't. Not checked. Crunchyroll. No. Not checked. Bet Plus. No. Not checked. Spotify. Don't have Spotify either. And I'm going to go right. Not checked. Press select. Not check. Epics now. Confirm. Press and I'm going to confirm. Set up wizard. Android TV infrared service. Control volume and power with your Google TV remote. Control volume and power with your Google TV remote. And this is where we could use this remote now to control the TV. And... If you want to use your phone, voice commands are compatible displays to control the power and volume, or if you want to change your remote button setup, open settings later. All right, I'm going to go to next. We'll just hit enter. Android TV infrared service. To set up volume controls, choose what you'll use to play sound. Android TV remote service. Dashboard, dashboard. 
So, in other words, we need to choose as to whether the sound would be coming out directly on the TV or some sound bar. I'm going to down arrow. AV receiver button. There's AV receiver. Sound bar button. TV button. There's TV. I'm going to hit select here because I'm going to be having it coming out direct on this TV. And now we are on a screen where we need to choose our brand. So you could simply up or down arrow and select your brand. I'll go down. LG button row three. Press select. Sony button row. Panasonic button row five. Panasonic Press is mine. So I'll hit enter or select key here. Android TV infrared service. You'll hear music next, out of grid brands. So the next thing we need to listen for is music coming out of the TV. I'll press the select key. Next. Point the Google TV remote at your TV and toggle the volume up and down. Now I'm going to try to adjust the volume using the up and down volume keys to be sure that the volume keys are working. All right. Now I'm turning it down. And since it's adjusting, I'm going to hit select, which is the enter key. Android TV infrared service. Next, you'll set up the power button. Next, we are on the screen to test the power key. Next, button. I hit next. Press the power button once. The TV should turn off. Wait at least eight seconds. Don't press any buttons. Press the power button again. The TV should turn on. Press the power button once. So here I'll press the power key once and wait for eight seconds and then hit the power key again. I will now tap on the power key. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Turn on, hit the power key. Did the power button work? All right. Did the power button work? It says, did the power button work? And below that, we have either no or yes. No, button. I'll go Press left. Select. Yes, button. Press select to activate. Hit the yes if it didn't work for you and you had to turn on the TV using the remote control for your TV. Then you have to tap on that no and go through the process again. In my case though, it works. So I'm going to just simply hit the select button. Android TV infrared service. Your Google TV remote is set up. All right, I'm going to hit enter. Setup wizard. Adding finishing touches. Home. Main user home screen. I'm waiting for it to be on the home screen. Notification center. Notification center. Your Chromecast with Google TV is ready. Your Chromecast with Google TV. 
So I'm being told that my Chromecast with Google TV is ready. And now I could simply hit home. Start exploring. Home. For you, press select to activate. And now we can simply go up and down through the different items here. If I go right, live. that's live I TV, movies, movies. shows, apps, library, library. and profile settings currently logged in as Warren. And this is your profile settings. The last time that I did unboxing for the 2020 model, I did a two-part series. The first part was unboxing it, and the second part was resetting the device. I'm not going to do a two-part series for this one, since the process is the same, but I'll just go ahead now and show you how you can go about removing your account and resetting the device. And so now that I'm sitting on the settings button, or my account button, I'll hit the select button. Dashboard. Warren, add account in list. The first thing we heard is add account. What we need to do, though, is to go down to settings. Here's settings, but let's see what else is in here, just in case you didn't listen to the last one I did for the 2020 model. Two new notifications. Proactive personal results. Set up a kid's profile, create, clear all. That's the last one. So the items there are... Set up a kid's profile. Kid's profile. Space. Proactive personal results are now on. Soon you'll see... Go up. Two new notifications. Notifications. Settings. Settings. Let's tap on or click on settings. Display and sound in list. Settings. Press select to activate. Upon clicking on settings, the first thing we landed on is display and sound. Let's go down. Network and internet, the mesh. Down. Accounts and sign in. Press select to activate. Accounts and sign in. This is where we would click on to go remove and reset the account. But let's go down and see what else is in here. Privacy. Down. Manage apps. Down. System. System. Remotes and accessories. Remotes and accessories. If you want to adjust your remote or go reset your remote, you go in here. Help and feedback. Help and feedback. Let's go back up now to accounts and settings. Remotes and system. Apps. Privacy. Accounts and sign in. Accounts and sign in. We click in here. Warren Carr. Warcare at gmail.com. Enlist. Accounts and sign in, in here we got my username, kids accounts, heading. kids accounts, and I don't have any kids. Add a kid. Add it on here so activate. there's no kids. I could click in here to add a kid. Other accounts. Heading. Other accounts. Add another account. You can use other accounts within Google Apps. Add another you account. You won't see recommendations for those accounts on the Google TV home screen. Okay. That's the last item. I'm going to go up to my username and click on it. Other account. Kids accounts. Head. Warren Carr. Warcare at gmail.com. Here, select. Settings lock. Turn this on to protect your settings. When on, you'll need to authenticate to view or change any account settings. Off, switch. 
In other words, I could check this box or toggle this switch on so that no one could make any changes to my account. And let's go down. Your services, manage your services. Press services. Content preferences, rate movies and shows so we can give the best content suggestions for you. Go down. Autoplay trailers, automatically play video trailers for shows and movies. On, switch. Go down. Hidden purchases and rentals. Go down. Payment and purchases. Payment and purchases. Google Assistant. The Assistant. Apps only mode. When on, this will hide Google's recommendations from your home screen along with your ability to give feedback on movies or shows or add them to your watch list. You can access all the apps installed on the device. Off, switch. In other words, if you turn this on, that is the apps only mode, then you're not going to see the recommendations and things like that. Go down. Remove, remove account. Removing this account will delete all the related data from your device, including associated kids' accounts. Press select to activate. This is where we click on remove. Account removal. Warren Carr, out of list. Okay, we go down to remove. Remove account and reset device, row 2. Press select to activate. And if I go down, cancel. Let's say cancel. I go back to remove account and reset. Account and reset device. Hit select. Settings. Factory reset. Out of grid. And now we're on the factory reset. If I down arrow, this will restore your device to default settings and erase all data, accounts, files, and downloaded apps. Cancel. Press select to activate. There's the cancel, and if I down arrow, factory reset. There's the factory reset. I hit select. Cancel in list. Press select to activate. And it wants to be doubly sure that I really want to erase this device. And so again, it places me on the cancel. Erase everything. I down arrow to erase everything. Hit reset. That's it. Now the device is restarting. And that's how you go about setting up and resetting the 2022 Google Chromecast, a.k.a. Google TV. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Warren. And we close this week with a tip of the week from John about how to uh, get Google Voice Dictation on a Samsung device. Hello. For this week's tip, I'm going to show you how to use Google's voice typing, even if you prefer to use Samsung's keyboard. So by default, obviously, the Samsung keyboard uses Samsung voice input, but I'm going to show you how to change that if you would rather use Google's voice input. So I'm in a conversation right here. I'm going to bring up the keyboard. English US QWERTY shown. Showing Samsung keyboard. And I'm just going to do a test. Settings, button, window, Samsung keyboard. Eight, nine. Settings, button. Voice input, button. So I'm going to do a test here. Tech. 
This is a test using Samsung's voice input. Mic, mic, button, dictation, pause. Editing. This is a test using Samsung's voice input. Edit box, window, Ashley Dyer. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and clear that. Select all. Selected text. This is a test using. Delete. This is a test using Samsung's voice input deleted. Keyboard hidden. I'm going to open settings. Notification shape. 226 PM. Open settings. Button. Text. Settings. Search settings. Button. And near the bottom, you're going to look for. Apps. Default apps. App settings. General management. Language and keyboard. Date and time. General management. General management. Navigate up. Button. General management. Search settings. Language. English. United States. Text to speech. Date and time. Samsung keyboard settings. English. US. Keyboard list and default. Compact Braille keyboard. Samsung keyboard. Soft Braille keyboard. Go to keyboard list and default. Navigate up. Button. Find. Samsung voice input. Samsung voice input. On. Samsung voice input. Switch. And turn it off. Off. Um, and just make sure. Google voice typing. Automatic. On. Google voice typing. Switch. Make sure Google voice typing is turned on. That way, that's what it will default to. Um, after so. One UI home. Settings. We'll go back Ashley to the Dyer. conversation. Text. Text. Edit box. I'm going to bring up the keyboard now. English, US, QWERTY shown. Showing Samsung keyboard. Double tap and hold to record audio. Settings. Button. Windows, Samsung keyboard. Voice input. Button. Now when I tap it this time, it's going to bring up Google's voice input. Editing. Tap. Showing speech services by Google. Tap to pause. Windows speech services by Google. This is a test using Google voice typing. So let's see what it got. Editing. This is a test using Google Voice Typing. Edit box. Window Ashley Dyer. So as you can see, um, now Samsung's keyboard defaults to Google's voice typing experience, if that's what you would prefer over Samsung's, which I do prefer because it's actually a lot better in my opinion. But the point is you're free to use whichever you want with Samsung's keyboard. Okay, thanks for listening. Austin, how can people get a hold of us? So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, Blind Android Users, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. Okay, folks, that's it for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Later. Bye. Have a good week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.